Welcome back to Varda University. I'm Ebony. And I'm Zoe. Ah! Hi, Zoe. Hi, Ebony. <laughs> so this is episode six. Oh my gosh. I'm never going to get over hearing like, the episode count. I know. That's why I keep saying it. Um, do you have a favorite episode yet? Uh, I really loved our last episode. I, I feel like we say. had a lot of fun with that one. I like fun. So, yeah. I did too. Last episode was my favorite. Let us know what episode is your favorite, if you have a favorite. Yeah. Um, make sure you're actually watching all of them before you make your vote. Yes. Um, so, you have should have watched five mm-hmm. by now. So better go catch up go, gotta go catch up we thank you for being here yes. if this is your first episode but you gotta go catch up you gotta see the evolution oh, of yeah. it's a big Friday evolution University. we've definitely figured out a lot of our sound issues now last episode sounded so Amazing. good in my opinion if i you know do say so yeah. you know zoe thank you thank oh you oh my gosh i still haven't learned to stop hitting my microphone That's... it was me at first and i, I feel like and so I talk with my hands a lot more than I re- than I realize. But. Mm-hmm. All right, should we get into, into today's episode? Yeah. So somebody left a comment on our last video asking about how to plan a wedding with a smaller budget, how to be budget friendly for a wedding. So we thought this is a, a yeah. great episode to talk about that. We've kind of been talking a lot about dresses and trends and stuff like that. So now it's really time to get into the nitty gritty um we had overall wedding yeah Yeah. and we had to learn a lot too so we've been doing some research and reading up to give you guys the best answers because we know some stuff but we don't know everything Everything, so we definitely got some good resources out there though so we'll definitely share um what we kind of looked at Mm -hmm. and all where we got our information um we got some good sources for you all so yeah that'll be part of our ad read for today so a lot of our information came from wedding realm so stick around you'll hear our little ad read from them nice yeah so if you would kindly pass me the papers underneath our little um yeah our little yeah welcome to Bridal University we had a report due last week we had a report due this is our presentation all right so biggest thing about a budget is just setting expectations we've talked about this specifically with dresses but it's really important like as soon as you get engaged if you're planning a wedding to start thinking about yeah how much is going to go into this and what kind of couple you guys are if you're extravagant if you're a little bit more down to earth um and what you kind of want to do with that like yeah i don't know your personality and like who you are as a couple and should definitely show like you don't want obviously the bridal you is going to be like an elevated version of that but also make sure that like who you are as a couple still shows through yeah shines through so yeah And, you know, it's all, like I said, about expectations. So if you're someone who values, you know, trying to get a home rather than the wedding, Mm -hmm. but you still want to do the wedding, think about timing, think about things like that, because, you know, this is, as soon as you get engaged, this is the time to set expectations so things don't get messy towards the actual planning process. Yeah, when you said that, I used to watch this show called Marriage or Mortgage. So it used to like sit down and the couple would have like $25,000 and they would go like look at homes that they could put that down as a down payment or they would look at like wedding options and like venues and like different things they could do with it. And at the end they had to pick like 
marriage or mortgage. It's a really cute show. I like that. So something to think about because, like, yes, the show was definitely fun to watch, but it definitely left, like, an impression, like... It's something to think about, you know, like yeah. after the wedding is over and everyone goes home and you have fun for those six hours. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of get you back, both go to, back to your separate apartments. To your <laughs> real life. And you could be going home to yeah. a gorgeous house. But yeah, it's a cute show. You should watch it. Yeah. No, I'm interested. <laughs> but yeah, definitely think about where you are in life right now and what is going to matter to you yeah. most as a couple. Um, I know a lot of people want that wedding experience and you can have a wedding experience while also planning to get a house or get a place to live together. It's all about setting expectations. I'm going to say that a lot this episode. Yeah. And like, think about it too. Like this person that you're marrying, I'm sure you had a journey, you have a story, like let that be the highlight of the day. Like, I think that people get so lost in the wedding process and like trying to prove things Mm -hmm. and like try to outdo Sarah's wedding from last year and and Sarah had this and I want this. Like when you get like away from the goal or like the objective of the, like just make sure at the end of the day, it's about your love, like between you and this person and that it's, that day is going to highlight that. And that's what that, day should be about so i always think about that movie bride wars did you ever see that movie i used Mm -hmm. to be obsessed with that movie and Mm -hmm. how like competitive these two now like ex-bex friends were and it became less about their own weddings and more about like yeah devolving the other ones i hear that a lot like just in conversation sometimes like with others that are like sitting down when people bring other people to their appointment um, and as the bride is changing, like, someone's bringing up, like, oh, remember at this wedding? Oh, her dress was like this. And I kind of hate that because I'm like, why are we talking about someone else's wedding right now? Like, yeah. I don't care what Sarah did or what Ashley did. What, like, this is Bethany today. Yeah. Like, let's focus on Bethany and what Bethany's vision is. And she doesn't have to outdo anyone. And Or, like, if someone, like, picks a dress and they're like, oh, that reminds me of, like, Ashley's dress. I'm like, yeah. Can we not? No. <laughs> Or, like, when a bride really likes a dress and they're like, mm, it kind of looks similar to this person's. And it's like, no, no, because it's this bride, different person, probably a, a different, different dress. There's like, so many different designers. Don't compare yeah. the bride to anybody, especially like, if she likes the dress. Yeah. And, like, I'm, like, sure it, like, looks familiar. But when you look at the lace, when you look at the detail, when you look at the beading, when you look at the cut, probably different dresses yeah. just to you. It looks like, when's the last time you've seen a wedding dress on someone? If that was the last wedding you went to, right? Exactly. Okay, we kind of cut off. Yeah, we got that. (laughs) Your expectations are now set. Um, Yes. So talk about priorities if you are going to be doing a wedding. Like, what do each person, like, what what do you guys want in the wedding? If you are a very music and dance oriented couple Mm. you might want to set aside a little bit more money to hire a high quality dj if you're a couple that's more so into like the aesthetics and making things look pretty then you're going to want to set aside more money for the decorations if you guys don't want to end up doing a lot of the planning at all you might want to set aside money for a wedding planner so talk about your priorities talk about you know where you can find middle grounds for each thing so each person can get what they want Um, And just kind of list that out. Um, Another thing, too, is figuring out who's going to help pay with the wedding. If it's just you guys, if there's anything contributed from the parents, if anybody else wants to contribute to the wedding, just get like a full report of 
everything, you know? Yeah. Like, mom, how much are you donating to the wedding? Dad, how much are you donating? Yeah, and I think, too, like, this is the time also to, like, lean on your support system. So if you have someone that's, like, in your friend group that's good at, like, planning events or, like, planning things, definitely, like, bring them along as you're, like, organizing and, like, asking mom, asking dad, maybe they can have, like, a running spreadsheet for you. I know, like, when me and Zoe are, like, planning things together, I'm more of, like, the in-your-face networking, like, you know, like yeah. making all the... And then, like, Zoe is that friend that, like, is very organized. She has her spreadsheets. As I'm talking, she's, like, has a whole Word document being, like... So, like, if you have someone in your life that's like that, like, both of those people are good. But, like, definitely make sure that you're using that as well so you can stay organized. And yeah. You definitely need to find the balance between type A and type B. If you and your partner are the same and you're both type B, maybe you need to find a friend or a parent who's mm-hmm. type A that can help keep you on track. Or if you're both type A's and you need someone to kind of bring up the fun in the wedding planning, you need to find someone that's a type B. So just yeah. consider personalities and who you want involved and who will be a Helpful, yeah. good contribution to your planning. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah. Last thing uh, as far as like planning everything out with the budget is when to know when to save and when to splurge. Mm. So you obviously don't want to try to like save on certain things, but there are like, if you do wedding, you know, uh, gifts or things like that, like little, what are they called? Like uh, fa- wedding favors yeah. or stuff like that. Don't go crazy with it. That's not something you need to spend a lot of money on. You're already inviting someone to your wedding and giving them food and an experience and all of that. Don't go crazy with like the favors and things like that. And I think too, that's a fun like DIY kind of thing that you can do. DIY anything mm -hmm. you can. Anything that you can like DIY. Like obviously you're not going to DIY your wedding dress. But like when it comes to like little did. (laughs) I was going to say, well, let me not say that because I'm sure someone has. But um, this is what we're saying. Like be definitely like think about what you want to DIY but I think for like little favors sometimes I've even seen like really cute like table arrangements people DIY those like get creative like I think that that's a way that you can like definitely save and budget like be creative be open-minded or find a friend that can for you yeah you know um I think you know just figuring out the save splurge ratio and what percent of your budget you want to go to each vendor you know if obviously you're someone that really values the venue and where you're getting married you might want to put a lot of your budget towards that if you're someone that really appreciates florals and you want a lot of florals in it then you might need to dedicate more of that so just kind of doing like a breakdown Mm -hmm. um like i said getting that full report together so you have a general idea of your limits and your mac you know all of that so you can just focus on finding people that fit into that budget rather than trying to figure out what your budget can be for someone else. Yeah, and I think, like, too, like, if you and your um, partner that's getting married, if you all are, like, foodies, yeah. you're going to probably spend more money on food. Where I know, like, some people, I've, I've heard them joking, like, I know the food isn't going to be that great, but I don't care. I'm not, like, paying for people to have a great dinner. Like, so, yeah. like, certain things just matter to, like, certain, you yeah. know, people, so. All right. Now we're going to dive into some ways to cut costs, some creative ideas, um, some just really smart tips in general. Uh, We got some of this from our research, but some of it is also, I feel like, just obvious. Like the big one, we just said DIY whatever you can. Yeah. Just 
get on Pinterest. If you don't have a Pinterest yet and you're a bride to be, get on Pinterest. Like, what are you now? doing? Pinterest is making a big comeback. I saw a Pinterest ad the other day. Yeah. I don't think I've ever. Pinterest is like definitely like a last thought, but like when you think of like weddings or like certain things, Pinterest kind of like, like it's not your everyday thing to use, but like wedding yeah. planning, I think of Pinterest. So that makes sense. Yeah. Pinterest wedding planning, uh, a lot of them will either have links to buy things mm-hmm. or they'll have instructions step step on how instructions, to DIY. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of fun things you can find on there. And I know a lot of people like have their own personal one and then they just create a bunch of boards that relate to their wedding so they can kind of find what they need and I think that's a really good thing to have in general even if you're not DIYing but you just like certain things because then you can go to your vendors and be like this is my expectation this is what I would like for my wedding can you do this you know and it gives them a visual rather than saying um I think I want the red kind of flowers yeah what kind of flowers do you offer yeah (laughs) You can just show them and be like, this is what I want. Yeah. I like this picture, you know, and and that just kind of helps you visualize the wedding. It helps the vendors visualize what you're looking for. It's just overall helpful for everybody to have a visual. And if yeah. you're not a Pinterest person, even just saving pictures from the Internet on your phone or something like that. Um, I think I had a tip one week um, that kind of ties into this. I know that when we were saying like when you're trying on wedding dresses how videos help more than pictures Mm -hmm. i think also too um this is definitely one of those examples as well because i think if you go on youtube you can go on youtube and just look at weddings and like i think that's cool that you can just type in weddings and like look at people's wedding from like beginning to end because there's so many things as you're writing this list you're gonna forget um how people have like bows on the end of the rows like right you're not gonna think that one but maybe that's your aesthetic so just go on youtube and type in weddings and like watch different weddings and i think that that's also cool to get ideas from too so going off of that videoing any places that you like want to go to like the venue video your venue don't go around and just take pictures of like what few spots Mm -hmm. do a video tour some places have video tours on their website so you can also just use that but if they don't take video so then like if you agree to that venue now you have videos and you can kind of plan out the space a little better um it gives you an idea of what you're working with um even just if you go to like the florals or anywhere else any vendor really cake whatever get videos instead of pictures it'll give you a more 3d view of everything yeah yeah i agree with that all right should we go into our next tip i guess i'm sorry can we pause okay so our next tip is about when to book your wedding so like what day of the week is going to be more expensive and what day of the week is going to be less Mm -hmm. expensive so if you think about it most weddings happen on weekends Weekends are typically more expensive for any sort of venue because they'd have to, you know, have people come in on off days, things like that. It's usually a lot easier for the guests to come on weekdays or weekends too. So they know that and they know that that's why they can kind of bring the price up. Um, But really, if you are looking for something cheaper, a weekday, so Monday through, I'd say Thursday, Thursday would Mm -hmm. be the better day to book because it's not a very common time it's you know during the week during business hours so it might be a little cheaper depending on where you go um another thing 
about venues. If you do a religious venue, it's usually a lot cheaper too, and then move to like a reception hall, things like that to consider when you're thinking about yeah, your like actual a church, like getting married in a church or like a synagogue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But um, I don't think it's necessarily that bad to do it on a weekday. I think you just have to consider time in yeah, that. You wouldn't want to do it at a weekday at like. 12 because most people probably wouldn't be able to make it but if you did an evening wedding on a weekday yeah it could be like a dinner like a Mm -hmm. um or you know if if it happens to be a smaller wedding and you can do a during the day wedding then you can do that too it all depends on your guests and what works for you guys and i guess if you tell them you know early enough they can like take off or like do whatever they need to do so Yeah, yeah exactly so Think about that when you're thinking about venues and things like that. Talk to your venue vendors. That's a fun word, venue vendors. <laughs> venue vendors. But talk to them about pricing and, you know, would a weekday be um, easier on my budget than a weekend? Yeah. And sometimes there might be no difference and sometimes there yeah. might be huge differences. It's all depending on what your venue is able to do. Yep. And then going off of that too, time mm-hmm. is a huge thing that plays a part. So like maybe you want to do like a brunch instead of a dinner um, because that time slot between like 12, like 12, 5 seems to be like a little cheaper than like an evening mm-hmm. um, wedding. So you also want to like, you know, that's an option as well if you're trying to save. Yeah. Because if you think about it, timing is uh, the biggest thing is meals mm-hmm. if you're paying for a two to three course meal yeah that's gonna cost a lot more than let's say hors d'oeuvres and yeah. you know lunch snacks things like that so that's something to consider like you consider, said it depends yeah. on how food oriented you are if you really want a dinner yeah then and you're, you're willing to pay for a dinner and that's fine yeah but it's all on what you're willing to pay for yeah <laughs> Like, definitely. That's what it really comes down to. Like, yep. you can have whatever you want. Just be ready to pay. Yep. Expectations. Yes. Say it again. Set your expectations. Whenever, like, you can literally plan a dinner, right? And it could be one price. As soon as you say, like, a wedding rehearsal dinner, mm-hmm. prices are going to, like, literally, like, triple. Skyrocket. Yeah. So just remember that, like, you can pay for a face of makeup just for a regular day but as soon as you say like wedding put wedding at the beginning or end of anything prices are just gonna like oh yeah go up so keep that in mind something else that you just remind me of reception Mm -hmm. you can save money by doing a smaller reception or like doing it at you know a location that you're familiar with a family's house something like yeah. that you don't have to go out and splurge and do something crazy or what um, if everyone just meets up and goes out at the same place <laughs> like yeah. just all go out to the lounge after like whatever you were going to do for your reception yeah just tell everyone to meet you somewhere and do it or know. do a brunch and not yeah, a dinner like or do it with a smaller group mm-hmm. things like that but I, like you said, I think as soon as you tack on the wedding word, everyone's like, oh, it's a wedding, so there's money mm-hmm. Just be like, oh, no, I'm just having a get-together, you know, party. Like, don't tell them it's a reception for a wedding. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Just, just say we're... <laughs> just show up in a wedding dress. 25 of us are meeting for a random a lunch, meeting. dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just show up there with a the wedding dress and tux and, you know. Yep. But... You know, there, there's certain things that if you're willing to sacrifice, you yeah. know, going cheaper on it, it can save you a lot of mm-hmm. money. 
So that's something else to consider, like the traditionally traditional events and things that you do. You know, bachelorette party. Do you really need to go travel to Vegas, Vegas or to, like, yeah. you know? Or can you, like, go to your friend's house who has a lovely backyard and a fire pit and a yeah. hot tub? And does, like, a, does a family friend have a beach house somewhere that yeah, you can that rent you can, for like, a smaller rent. price, you know? That's, like, maybe out of town, like, an hour away. Like, you can still get that experience. Yeah. Or even, like... Say if you live in like a smaller town and they have like a bigger city near you, like so you don't have to fly and get a hotel, but you can yeah. still have a night out in the city and then come home or just be creative. I feel like a lot of people around here do that mm-hmm. because we're located in the Northeast. A lot of people will go to like New York. So I yeah. feel like that's something to consider. And yeah, New York's going to be expensive, but it's not going to be as expensive as airfare to a whole to new fly. location. Exactly. And if you didn't want to stay over you know like be responsible Mm -hmm. but like if you want to go out and come back home take the train Mm -hmm. take the train Mm -hmm. you know there's so many options so just explore all yeah and yeah still have fun and do what you want Mm -hmm. but just keep in mind like you know whatever you do is going to be fun if you're with the right people if you have the right partner things like that so don't worry about like trying to blow all these people out of the water with these big huge things because I'm sure most of them are just excited to have the opportunity to be a part of your wedding or to be with you. Yeah, and like sometimes you spend all that time trying to impress people and literally when the event is done, they go back and go live their lives. The next day they wake up and they'll probably talk about it probably for like three or four days but after that these are your memories like yes like the people in your lives they're gonna they're gonna have these memories but they're not gonna be as big and monumental as it is for you because it's your wedding it's your event it's yours so like keep that in mind please yep do what makes you happy Mm -hmm. all right next tip kind of ties into what we talked about last week or my little tangent that I went on about florals Mm. (laughs) flowers can take up like so much 10% of your budget so much we'll talk about like pricing and stuff to expect in our next episode but for now we're just giving tips on how to save money with the weddings but buy flowers that are in season because you don't want to get any flowers that are out of season and then have anything you know cost twice as much because they have to grow it or get it from somewhere else you know so just save you know time look up what flowers are in season in your area where you're getting married and the time of year that they're in season and then choose those flowers because it's going to be a lot cheaper for the florist to be able to get those than to have to get a flower that's popular in the spring for a fall wedding if you just get fall or annual flowers in the fall that won't cost as much yeah for sure i'd like that tip that's huge and i know um silk flowers are like not as popular but i've seen some really nice ones that like kind of look real and not saying for like your bouquet or something but maybe for those flower decorations that aren't like key or like center and they're like kind of far off and like just in the background or just playing a part don't be afraid to like use those as well because you can save the like real and fresh flowers for like the main you know aesthetic and then like maybe as a filler or something like that so you know get creative with that too yep definitely figure out where you can 
sneak in those little mm-hmm. things to cut costs. Um, but yeah, that's that's the, our floral tip. Sure. Um, our next tip is to look for items at the end of wedding season. Mm. So a lot of stores, places, things like that will have excess items from weddings that they kind of need to get rid of. Yeah. Um, so you can call local shops and see like, you know, are your out of season items available? Are they on clearance? Things like that. Because that's a good time to get it because nobody's really going to be using them. Yeah, even if you have, like, a local wedding planner that you know of everyone using and, like, maybe they need new stuff so they're selling some older things that are, like, to us, we wouldn't know that it's, like, not in Mm -hmm. season but, you know, they're a wedding planner so they know more. Um, Definitely check and see because maybe they know people. Definitely networking. Like, everything is really about networking. Like, see if they know people, if you know people. Like, I think that word of mouth is definitely huge in anything but especially here like you can friends who have gotten married you know what did they use who did they use did they rent it from someone maybe like they know of renting certain items so yeah another big tip relating to that is join facebook pages so if you're someone that uses facebook this is a great tool to connect with other brides who've had their wedding and now no longer need all 18 table displays you know maybe they want to keep one like but it's a great place to just find people offloading items and sometimes you'll have to pay for them i'd say most times the brides are trying to sell them to earn something back but it's going to be a lot cheaper than trying to either get all the supplies to do it yourself and it's already made or it's going to be a lot cheaper than hiring someone to make them for you yeah for sure that's like huge use social media because a lot of times after these brides are done for their big day, they're going to be trying to get some money back. Yeah, they're just trying house. to get it out of yeah. their house. So, <laughs> so yeah. definitely check those out. Um, I know we've joined a few groups to like mm-hmm. find other vendors and to meet up with people. But really, a lot of the Facebook pages we've joined are just brides being like, hey, these are my centerpieces for my wedding. Um, we don't really need them anymore, obviously, because the wedding has passed. Like... Um, they're $10 a piece. We're yeah. just trying to get rid of them. Or sometimes people will be like, I need these out of my house now. Please take them. They're free. Please just you know? Them. Like, <laughs> actually, they'll be on the curb when you pull up. Yeah. You don't even got to ring the doorbell. Throw them up there. <laughs> so that's a good tool, I think, to find, you know, small items and things like that that can end up, you know, having yeah. a lot of cost behind it. But you can, you know, get it secondhand. And as long as you don't mind that, then it's a really cool way to save money and you know now that item has been a part of two very happy days already had good luck with one so now you get to have some of that good luck too for sure and like you can like revamp them in your own way like with some ribbon or a different color or do whatever like you know it's just another chance for another diy exactly (laughs) yeah you can add your own touches to it so stay open-minded i feel like in order to save money, right, and to cut back on budget, I feel like rule number one, be open-minded. Yes. Like, I feel like they have to go hand in hand in this, so. If you're a bride that wants to get a wedding for cheap but wants, has all these high, high expectations. expectations. I want a ballroom. I want a clean dress with all this nice fabric. I want all of these flowers. Don't expect it your wedding to be cheap at all the world is yours like you can have whatever you want 
but you're gonna pay for it. Like, yeah. you're gonna pay. You can have everything. Again, but, with these custom dresses, I'm gonna mm, say it one more time. This is gonna be like our thing. You're gonna hear about a custom dress probably one time each episode. Yeah. It, it happens all too often where they're like, do you have this dress? I'm like, no, somebody had it made. But if you, you know, I use this example with the dress. If you are looking for something glitzed out, super crazy, blah, 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 and you're expecting to pay $1,000 for it, that's just not going to happen. Same thing with flowers. If you want 10 bouquets and you want them for the price of one, not going to happen. You have to set your expectations because... You need to understand that these people need their money too. It's hard work to put together a whole bouquet for a wedding. Yeah. It's hard to set up an entire yeah. venue. Don't cut anybody else's yeah. cost or their, you know, income short because you don't want to pay them. I love that. Yeah. You got to pay people for what they do, especially if they do it great. Like, yeah. you know, like you definitely want, like, this is someone's life. This is someone's skill. Mm-hmm. This is someone's passion. Like, you don't want to come off offensive, kind of wheeling and dealing in that way. Because yeah. it does, you You are coming off as, you know, you just want to save money. But that could be offensive to someone like, um, you know, like a photographer. Like, you do photography. I do makeup. Like, you don't want to go through someone's makeup page, right? And, like, look at all these beautiful faces. Like, I know you charge, like, 150 but I got $75. Like, that's half of <laughs> what are you saying about my time what are you saying about my skill what are you saying about my passion like you know so like definitely just keep all that in mind like yeah yeah something i want to add on to if you are working with any sort of vendor and you guys establish a great connection and they feel that it's right to give you a discount please don't take that for granted and tip them tip I feel like I said that so angrily. I'm sorry. No, it should be. You should <laughs> tip like, them. Tip them. Like, I feel like people, yes, will work with you and give you discounts. Show them that you appreciate that. You know what I mean? Like, show them yeah. that, like, you care about what they're doing and their time and their energy and effort and skill. Like, tip them. Tip them. Or, and I should say, and or, or, write reviews. Mm. Give references. You know, like, if you have a friend that's getting married... Reference that place that you got married at or the flowers that you got because if you really like them and you got that great connection and they were able to give you a discount, don't just be, don't forget them, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of times here, we try to step out of our way to do things for brides and I feel like sometimes it, it doesn't go noticed and it, yeah. it, you know, we're just trying to make somebody happy and it's fine, you know, if we aren't made happy back because it's part of our job but at the end of the day you know a, a thank you or like if you go and write a review for us that means yeah. like the world honestly it, it literally like yes it reviews look great you know to like promote your business and but but to see like when our team gets a great review it matters like yes on the back end you know you're helping us grow and you're helping people learn more about us but like imagine when you leave a great review for a stylist because like yes you're telling them in person but it means so much more that like you went home and you thought about your experience again and you took the time to take those five extra steps to like look up the website go to put a review write all these wonderful things and then submit it like that means so much more so just think about the little things that you could do yeah. through the process to like pay it forward, you know? Yeah. Like 
I love it. For me, what fulfills me a lot too is when brides remember us and send us their pictures. <laughs> so I, some vendors do like that. Some vendors, you know, don't really care as much about it. We but even just stopping it. in and saying like thank you and giving them a picture so they can yes. use it on their website, do whatever we with it. Love that. Like if I if you're my bride and you're watching this, because I think that people get so used to like they think we just say things. You know what I mean? Like, have a great day. Like everyone says that the kindness of heart, like, oh, like make sure you show us your pictures. No, we really mean it from the bottom of our hearts. Yes. Like we love to see our brides because like we're a part of this day. Like we sold you that dress. Like that's so cool to see it like in the bigger picture and like things that you came in and described and like showed us some little pieces of it to see it all come together. We get so excited. We love it. Like, trust me. So, we do love it. I just got, I think, about 15 photos from brides I put on the Instagram page for the bridal salon that I work for. Um, I said, you know, can old brides please send in their pictures? We'd love to see them. We're trying to put up a picture wall. And it was just so overwhelmingly awesome the amount of brides that not only set their pictures but said something really sweet about the stylist they worked yeah, with or it's the a store. reconnection like yeah. like it's so cute you like i saw that you did that at your place and i was like oh i want to do that yeah so hopefully you can help me do that at my shop yeah. too because people a great if idea. you <laughs> ask them they love sharing their wedding photos they really do and if you give them the chance to do that oh yeah or even the reminder i feel like sometimes they do want to send us pictures but i feel like the craze after the wedding kind of mm -hmm. can be a lot but just that reminder like hey send us your pictures we want to put them up in our store we love we love our brides like i think that's really nice and i think it's really good morale for the stylists too yeah. to see like all the happy brides up in the store it's great for the brides coming in because they can see we have these great connections so I kind of went off on a tangent here, but no. But I'm telling you, like when I saw that you did that at your store, I was like, oh, I think I'm gonna steal that. <laughs> when I see Zoe, I'm gonna ask, ask her to help me do that yeah. over here. So yep. yeah, I love that. That was such a cute idea because, like, even when you're walking through and say you had a tough appointment and you look at this board and you see one of your brides that you had like a couple months ago and like it kind of just refocus you and like refresh into you. And yeah. So I think it's good. I think it's great. It's so, cute. I I think some vendors would be really happy if you guys gave them photos or mm -hmm. reviews or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It warms our heart. It makes and us I, happy. And I think they yeah. would also enjoy it, depending on. I mean, not depending on who they are. I think anybody enjoys anybody a nice review. that's in this field should yeah. should. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next <laughs> tip for budget is avoiding open bars. So. Ooh. Even but again, phone. this is one that depends if depends what kind on of bride you are. Yeah, depends on your people, depends on your friend group. Yep. Um, I know like some people love that because like it gets the party going. It keep, but you also want to keep that in mind. It keep, gets the party going and depending on who you have. I know that there's some family members. I would be scared yeah. to have them at an open well, bar. Well, open bars too are just expensive in general because you're paying for the liquor, you're paying for the bartender, you're paying for the service, everything yeah. like that. It kind of gets really expensive. So something that I read a lot about was that people, instead of doing an open bar, will just do beer and wine. Yeah, and like a signature drink. Yeah. Like I've seen that a lot, like where you come up with a name, like maybe it's like, you know, a spin or like off the last name or something, but you kind of create it together and it's like your signature drink for yeah. the night. So 
just think about that and you know you want to treat the people that are there but you also don't want to go crazy um bartenders in general can cost quite a bit and that's something to keep in mind too depending on how many guests are at your party if it's a wedding where it's only 50 people it's probably going to be less but if it's a wedding of 200 people you're probably going to have to pay that bartender more because of the amount of people that they will be serving and making drinks for it might need two bartenders they might you know so that's something to keep in mind if you're really truly trying to save costs yeah that's a big a huge Mm -hmm. saver right there so next one is limit your guest list I know a lot of people want a lot of people at their wedding. I know that's something, you know, you want the most people to come and be able to enjoy it. But again, this is where the priorities come into play. Yeah. You know, thinking about how many people and what you can't afford, that's a really big thing because the more people that are at your wedding, the more meals you have to pay for, the more drinks you have to pay for, the more seats you have to pay for, the more space you have to pay for. So even if you're adding on an extra 15 guests, that might hike up your price quite a bit. Yeah. And I, um, it's funny you say that because I was watching a reel today of a bride. Like, I guess there's a new trend and I'm like, ah, I missed it on my trend, (laughs) um, episode, but, um, there's a trend of like things that brides are like just writing down a list of 10 things that like won't be tolerated at their wedding. Um, and she said no plus ones for everyone. And that made sense. She was like, of course, if you're married, yes, you get a plus one. Um, of course, if like you've been dating someone for a long period of time and we know them, but like, I think to have a plus one for everyone that you're inviting I do like when she said that I was like oh that's true because like she's like you're not just gonna like go to tinder and like ask some random person like hey you want to be like that happens yeah like you want to be my date to this wedding and like you bring someone who like doesn't know the bride doesn't know the groom and it's just like there for like a date I'm like I kind of get that so that's something to think about too yeah like no plus ones. Yeah. But no plus ones. And unless you're like married again in a yeah. great long Then you invite both yeah, of them. And you already term. know that, you know, mm-hmm. they're together. But, but yeah. If you're single and like just Yeah, you know, why would you just get a random date for someone's wedding? Yeah. Weird. Weird. But anyways, so that's a, a big tip I think is guest list because each guest can cost a decent amount of money. Yeah. So consider that. Um Okay, next one would be, ooh, the cake hack. Okay, I like, I, cake I like this one. So, cakes can be expensive, especially for a wedding, thinking about all the details, the actual cake itself. Um, so, apparently, people are taking styrofoam and decorating it like a cake, so they'll bring it to a baker and have them do it, or a person who does art or stuff like that, and then they'll serve, like, behind the scenes, like, store-bought cake. And most people apparently don't know the difference. So I was about to say, have you ever seen that show? Is it cake? I think it's called. Yeah. And like you do like a fake one and like a real one, and you got to figure out that's actually pretty cool because who who knows? Like yeah. it's like that. How would you know? How would they know? Yeah. How would they ever know? How would they know? <laughs> but I think that's really smart, and I am one who loves store bought cake. Mm-hmm. Like. I much prefer that like cheap frosting over like that thick buttercream. So I like that hack. I think that's really smart because then you can get a really beautiful decorated cake 
and not have to pay for any of the materials except frosting. And you can ask and the lady in the bakery to write with the ice. Yeah. <laughs> Just that's funny but yeah i think that's a smart hack um if you don't want to go crazy with cake and desserts and stuff like that if you want to do like a little dessert bar a little dessert table yeah dessert bar and have like little bite size like i've seen like cookies little bite size cheesecakes little cupcakes little pastries like yeah. you can get fun and then there's something for everyone because not everyone likes cake you know yeah. like you can have like options and a variety brownies you know mm. so yeah yeah but yeah so that's something to think about. Dessert, cake, all of that stuff. Um, ooh, I like this one. I think this one's cute. Think of people in your life who can help with a certain aspect of the wedding. So we talked yes. about someone that can DIY. But if you have a friend who runs a photography business, why don't you see, you know, some friends might be like, no, I don't want to photograph your wedding because yeah, then I, I want to enjoy be, it. Yeah, like a thing. part of it and sit with you guys. But yeah. some of them might really want that experience to be like, I was the one that took the photos for your wedding, you know, go around and ask and see, you know, maybe if your friend doesn't want to do it, but somebody else in their business exactly. wants to come by and do it, then, they you know, they can keep an eye on it. Yeah. Yeah. For you have a friend that makes cakes, ask them if they want to make a cake for your wedding. If you have a friend that does, does makeup, does makeup does invitations <laughs> yeah. has a cricket machine whatever oh, yeah. if you have people that can good help with canva <laughs> canva yeah. yeah so reach out to friends i think this is the perfect time like you said to lean on the people close mm -hmm. to you um and i think a lot of people really just love to be a part of the wedding process in general i feel like me personally i'm always like a little bit nosy like oh, what are you doing with this what are you doing with that yeah, what like, what's going on this? with your wedding and that could be a cool way for them to like because like you don't even have to ask them to do it for free, but if they were going to give you, like, a wedding gift, mm -hmm. instead of you giving me a gift, how about you just do this and we call it even, right? Yep. You might get a gift anyway. Yeah, just be transparent yeah. when you're talking about it. Don't yeah. be like, I'm not trying to cut corners. I want, you know, to just support you. Mm -hmm. And if their friend happens to... To say, like, yeah, like, because that happens mo because... Right? Like, okay, so I would pay you and then, like, you would give me a gift. Like, you know what I mean? I yeah. don't know. But, yeah, just make sure you're having those conversations at the end. Like, after they're done the service, be like, well, you know. Yep. Yeah, because you might not have a friend after that. <laughs> uh, okay, I got two last things here. So, this one I feel like is a very common one, but host the wedding in a familiar place. So, mom's backyard or you know dad's best mm -hmm. friend has a really beautiful rural cabin in this area with big open space and you could totally get married there things yeah. like that places that you know people that you know because a lot of the times they might charge you but like if it's you know a family friend yeah. but a lot of times you know if they just say can i be there to watch it over whatever things mm -hmm. like that usually they'll give you a good deal yeah um so definitely seek out all of those options before you go to the bigger venues if like i said you're really trying to cut costs i think that's a smart thing to do yeah um and also to like wherever you live like maybe there's like a cute park or like somewhere yeah. that you can use like public if you're not having a lot of people obviously you don't want to show up to a park with like 100 people that day and be like oh yeah we're getting married yeah um but you know just be it's the part of being creative too so so my last tip here, I, I don't really know if it's a tip or not, 
I guess more like something that I've seen people do is instead of like a wedding registry or like you mm. know asking for specific gifts they'll ask for money to go on their honeymoon or money to go towards you know paying towards the wedding or something like that to pay back the wedding yeah if you're someone that already has like a house full of items you don't really need to ask for more glasses or for more plates or things like that so i think it's smart to just be like hey we want to go on a honeymoon but we weren't able to afford it with the wedding and everything else that we have going on so if you want to support us to go on our honeymoon yeah you know that might be a better way to do it you can do it online fundraising and then people can just pay through there if they're a guest or you can just be like stuff a hundred dollars in a check and you know i've even seen um sometimes on like the table arrangements or like things they'll have like a little um like cash app or you know how you can scan it and it comes up mm-hmm. and you can just so say if you forgot to like or even QR if you're code. there and yeah or um i've seen instead of like tipping the bartender you can like something like that where you can like just pay i don't know but yeah where you can just kind of give them money and um give to the fundraiser right there even if you're at the wedding so yeah. <laughs> you drop something um, sorry but yeah, that's kind of all we have for today. Yeah, I think that he gave you so much information. Mm-hmm. Definitely, um, if you just watched this through for fun, but say if you're like a bride that's getting married, maybe go back and take some notes throughout, um, you know, the episode. Um, go back and like really listen to it because I think we dropped some gems today, if I must say so myself. Yes. Um, so, yeah. All right. We got to end with a question. A question. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Should I hire a wedding planner? Ooh, I love this question. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it more next mm-hmm. week when we talk specifically about vendors and pricing and all of that stuff. Today was more about budget, but just to kind of lead into it. What do you think? If you were having a wedding, would you hire a wedding planner? No. I personally wouldn't because I have such an amazing support system out there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I have um no. I know that there's someone that's like my right hand that would like be doing everything for me. Like so no. They wouldn't even allow me to have one planner. No. <laughs> No. Yeah, like like we've been saying, I think it depends on the couple. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't need wedding planners. I think a lot of people are very capable of doing a lot of the stuff on their own. But if you are someone who, let's say, works over 40 hours a week, you and your partner, maybe you're both lawyers, maybe you're both doctors, maybe you both just have no time on your hand to plan the wedding, but you still want the wedding to happen, that's a good scenario where you might need a wedding planner and someone to just kind of pick up the slack and step in and coordinate everything for you so you can just do your job, relax, and wait for the big day. Yeah. So. And I think it's, like, based off of your personality, too. Yeah. I feel like if you're going to be a perfectionist and, like, super bridezilla about everything, then get a wedding planner because no one's going to want to help you with that type no. of energy. <laughs> and, like, if your expectations are, like, through the roof and you're going to be, like, calling them yeah. and driving them crazy, get yourself a wedding planner and pay someone to deal with that. Yeah. I think it's good, too, if you're nervous about talking to vendors and signing contracts wedding planners sometimes can be good to be like brought on to help with that stuff but if you don't need someone to like coordinate the big day i've heard a lot of times where wedding planners will be hired like in sections of the wedding Mm -hmm. so but we'll learn more next week yeah so 
stay tuned for that. I hope to our listener who commented on our last video that this was yes. helpful for you. Shout out to you. Shout out to you for listening and leaving that comment. Like, yes. Thank you. All right. Well, that is the end of today. It is. And we'll we will see, see you next you week next for episode week. seven. What? Crazy. Seven? Seven? Seven's we'll my lucky number, there. so it'll be good. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. See you next time. <laughs>